Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Before jumping into this episode, I have to let you know that if you are in the New York area or you want to be in the New York area December 5th, we are doing a live virtual reality podcast show at City Winery, The Loft. It's going to have Bravo celebrities, fun games. It's literally going to kick off the holidays. And also, it's going to be the holiday moment and event of not even December, but of the year. So go to City Winery to get your tickets for Virtual Reality Live on December 5th. And I cannot wait to see you there. Has Lisa Hochstein's ex, Lenny, gone too far? And it's time to soiree with Margaret Josephs at the bar. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm Evan. And despite it being winter, Miami is heating up with some insane drama, Evan, that I think we're both pretty pissed about. Oh my God, I am so upset. So we obtained some court docs in this ongoing divorce situation from Lisa and Lenny Hochstein from The Real Housewives of Miami. And according to the docs, Lenny is just really hitting our girl with some BS. Apparently, she can't even use a credit card to buy diapers and necessities for their children. He has apparently punished her by not allowing her to use their car. It's just, it's really sick. It's Honey ain't sick. using his pennies. Like, come on, boy, you messed up. You're the one who cheated. Yeah. Like, that's what's so confusing to me about this. Right, like, he's the one who cheated. He's the one who had an affair. And now, why is Lisa having to suffer even more, especially you know, putting the kids into it. Like the kids shouldn't have to suffer. It's heartbreaking to me that the kids don't even have diapers. And apparently the night of Halloween, he threw like a big lavish bash and she had to go trick or treating with her kids in an Uber. It just, it's so, oh. so, so, so sad to me. I am not here for it. And I just want to say this, like if Lenny is treating the mother of his children like this, how in the hell am I going to trust him to do my plastic surgery. Like, boob god, no more. Like, this can't be good for business, is what I'm trying to say. She is so much better. And if she is maybe, she might need some more time to heal, but if she's looking to date again, and if she's not swearing off plastic surgeons, Bethany Frankel might have someone in mind for her. She opened up on TikTok and Instagram, as she is one to do, about how she's curious maybe about getting more plastic surgery. I went on a plastic surgery consultation tour. And kind of like talking about how she had a breast lift, a little bit ago, her jaw Botox, all the stuff that like, I'm like, Bethany, didn't we know this? Yeah, I feel like this maybe isn't a revelation. Maybe for her TikTok followers, they're, they're kind true. of like a new audience. So maybe they don't know. What is more important to me, Evan, is that like Bethany doing her moguling, we got Marge the mogul on not only the podcast this week, but at our live show December 5th at City Winery with Jackie from Jersey and so many other fun special guests. And Marge is just the best. Oh, Marge is the best. And I love that she hopped on today's podcast. We talked about all the things about her new line of mocktails, soiree. It's going to be in store soon. And of course, we got all the tea on the upcoming season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I mean, I always want to hang out with you, but especially now that you have some soiree cocktails, mocktails that I could be sipping. Yes, you could be sipping the soiree. We could be soireeing your way because you could also spike it because I don't drink, but you could spike if you'd like. You know, everyone's like, oh, you're on no Zempic, you're on this. Listen, I'm on peptides, 
I see a concierge doctor in the city. Uh, you know, I'm menopausal. He's like, Marge, you got to go on certain things. And I've been doing it since April. It wasn't such a quick fix. I've lost like 20 pounds, but I was like, I cannot be having sugar and all these things. I mean, this is sweet with monk fruit and a little bit of sugar. It's only nine grams total. So I cannot be stuffing myself anymore. Like, you know, I still like to eat, but I can't eat as much as I used to. But that's perfect, especially for the holidays too, because this is when I'm just kind of like off the rails when I'm just eating everything in sight. So having something to kind of curb you in is very good. And especially for you, you have more pressure in the beginning of the new year because that's when Jersey is coming back uh, yeah. in 2023. Yeah, <laughs> and I also want to be on my game mentally. Yeah. And I and I don't want to be in a, a food coma fog. But listen, I still want to enjoy myself during the holidays, but also I need to feel good. That's the other reason why my peptide shots. I take stuff from my joints, my mental clarity, my... You know, we're not getting any younger and our minds are filled with so many things. Everyone's so super busy. I don't need anything extra to make me feel like crap. Oh my God, totally. I love what you said about having a clear mind. I feel like that's probably super beneficial for you when you are filming the show, because I know when I drink, I can go from zero to blackout real fast. And I would hate to be in that blackout state when I'm trying to be productive in an argument or trying to squash some sort of beef. I mean, I feel like you handle the show so well. Do you think that not drinking is like the secret to your success without a doubt i think the secret to my success is me being lucid that people get mad at me they're like you don't remember this you don't remember that their excuse is that they're drinking i don't think that's an excuse i think that's absolutely ridiculous that's not an excuse anymore but my thing is that i am lucid and i think i have a much better memory than everybody else for my lack of drinking you are like the New Jersey court stenographer. Like you can pull up receipts being like, this is what you said on October 18th. How would you describe this upcoming season? I know fans are just waiting so anxiously for season 13. I, I know we have a few months to go, but if you could just sum it up for the fans, what would you say? I would say that it, ooh, it's comical and painful all at the same time. I think people are really going to enjoy it. It's not, I mean, listen, it's heavy, but it's also very light. And I think that's what people are going to enjoy. I think it's lighter than other seasons and heavier than other seasons. Okay. All it's right. yo-yo well, dieting. It's Yes, exactly. It's highs and lows. Yeah. Well, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, I mean, you have had the same main cast for a consecutive four seasons, which is a rarity in the franchise. But now we do have that new blood. How did the addition of those three new girls impact the dynamic, would you say? I think they're great. You know, this is the first time I think everybody just fits in so naturally. I mean, some I like more than others. Obviously, one's my girlfriend who I love and one of the others, but everyone fits in naturally. I think it's a, it's a great seamless transition. How would you describe your connection to the three girls, Danielle, Rachel, and Jen? What? How do you know each of them? Well, uh, Jen, I know for a few years and, we're, you know, we get along famously and, and she's a friend and I thought she would be a great fit for the group. So she's connected to me. Rachel, I had met through Melissa. She's a doll. I mean, obviously she's younger than me. She has young kids, but she is very mature. Uh, it's funny. Uh, her husband fits in great. John, I, I love him. Danielle, you know, I thought we started off great. You guys will have to see what happens. I, Listen, I found her entertaining. I mean, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also glad to hear because I know you, Jackie, and Melissa say there are no teams in Jersey. I remember you guys famously said that at Evan's BravoCon panel. But yes. some other people make the teams happen. But I like hearing that you brought a friend and Melissa brought a friend. So there's some more hands on deck and some more help because 
sometimes it does feel a lot of like attacking is being thrown at you three in past seasons. And you're like, yes, what is happening? Yes. I don't know. I think people get very upset with us. I can be honest with anybody. Uh, all of my friends, I am honest with. Some people don't like to hear the truth. I can move on. I am not a grudge holder. It seems like Teresa might be better at hearing the truth these days because you two are on good terms. I know that obviously you went to her wedding. You recently did an event with her. So how did we get to this place, Margaret? I I cannot wait to see how that plays out. It plays out very early in this season. You're going to have to see how it happens. Listen, do I think she loves me at all times? I know she gets frustrated with me. I think she was more open to hearing things that I have to say. I don't think she always agrees with everything I have to say, but I think she knows I come from a, a good place. To what do you attribute her newfound openness to hearing you out? What what where, what do you think the shift was about there? I think Louie is um, a little more therapeutic and has helped her with that. Yeah, which he, is, loves, which, which he loves his feelings. He, he loves a good feeling. He loves a good feeling. He, he is, you know, and he opens up about his feelings. I love the show. The show follows my real life. My life is not the show. My goal in life was not to be famous. I love it. I, it's amazing. It's an amazing platform. I get to do unbelievable things, meet great people, have great charity things. I have a voice where, you know, I didn't have a public voice before. It's great, but it's to me, it's not about being famous. I, I love what it brings. That leads me to my next question. Who yes. on who on your cast do you feel uh, the show the show doesn't follow their life? The show is their life. Is there anybody on your cast or a housewife in general that you're kind of like, ooh, this is their entire world? I think Jennifer. Um, and, and that's not an insult to her, but she built her house to get on the show. I mean, she admitted that. I mean, she built her house to get on the show. Yeah, well, speaking of Jen, I do want to get your take on the whole Drinkgate BravoCon debacle. I mean, Jenna said her side. The Gorgas have said their side. Where do you land? I think everybody has seen the BravoCon panels, the Bravo special about what was going on on those panels and the negativity that was said about the Gorgas on those panels. Um, I think that's what had heated it up. I was in bed already. Did Jennifer walk through the lobby late at night? I doubt there was, you know, she says there was water in that cup. I don't think anybody lucid would behave that way. Did Melissa say to her, keep walking loser? Yes, Melissa was upset knowing what was going on at the panels. Did she say that to her first? Yes. Joe Gorga did not repeat those words to her up until she had thrown that drink at the assistant of Melissa and Joe. That's a fact. I think it's very ironic and um, telling that someone's ready, her assistant's ready to pull out a camera and videotape the whole thing and release it. I think that's a little ridiculous. I, I think this is a place for fans to have a good time. And it, it was it was sad to hear. I don't like to do that. I felt like we brought a lot of positivity. You were a great host and I'm so grateful and you're an amazing moderator and thank you. And you kept it positive and light and you know, it, it was a lot. It was, it was, it was, it could have gone in another direction. You kept it going great. So thank you. Is that kind of reflective of how they are in real life? Do you think Jennifer is fueling a lot of the fire to Teresa and getting in her head a bit? I, that, that's my opinion. I think I have tried and I think it'll come out on the season to bring them back together. I think I've tried to be reasonable and reasoning with both sides, Melissa and Joe and Teresa and Louie. 
I know what it's like to have family discord. And I said to them on both sides, when the show is said and done, all you have is your family. I don't want any negativity for either of them because it is very painful to watch. I did a lot of crying about it. You know, the past is the past. I not a grudge holder at all for anybody to fuel those flames is disappointing. So you think that Jennifer is causing some of the division? Well, I think it's not the, I think she's fueling the fire. So if Jennifer wasn't involved, do you think that you would be capable of mending the Gorga's relationship with Teresa? I tried. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I, you know, if if I could do that, I mean, I could probably make peace in the Middle East. I mean, you'd be working at the United Nations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What has been the, the experience of exploring this new friendship with Teresa while also maintaining your very close bond with the Gorgas as the Gorgas and Teresa aren't doing so well presently. Listen, obviously I'm much closer with Teresa. I mean, with uh, Melissa and Joe, we're very, very close. Teresa and I have a respect for each other. I think we know where we both each come from, but Melissa and Joe are, are mine and Joe's. We're, we're like best friends. So I think they can understand that, you know, I can reason with Teresa and everything else. And that we came from a bad place. Teresa and I came to an understanding. Listen, I don't always agree with everything Teresa does. I don't think she agrees with everything that I do. You know, I'm a grown woman. I'm trying to make amends and have her see a different side. And How are Melissa and Joe holding up? They just moved into their home. It's a great house. It's a beautiful house. I, I don't like that anyone has said anything negative because when you see it in real life, it's, it happens to be beautiful. I don't, you know, people are vicious and insane. They're very happy. They have great children. They they have a beautiful life. When you get hate online, Margaret, what's your like? What's your approach to to handling trolls? I, I usually do it with humor. I try and do it with humor. I'll answer people back in a sarcastic, funny way. I'll do something like that. I ignore a lot of it. I mean, I have people on Twitter who spend the entire day on it. Uh, on Twitter, we have accounts that are really just hate me and Melissa that come very very hard for us. One of them being my. Uh, someone, uh, a former friend's husband. I, I, have, uh, I will be revealing that cause I did a whole video of showing how it's his email. So Ooh. I will be revealing that. Oh my God, Marge. Well, thank you so much for, for chatting with us today. This was so much fun. We can't wait until uh, Margaret Joseph's week kicks off uh, first week of December with our show at city winery. And thank then your you. show at the green room. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. I can't wait to be with you both. We'll have the best Thanksgiving. Thank you. Love you. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.